military recruitment has been down over the past few years. And I saw this some, is a, this, this is, this is also very complicated, but you know, who better to ask than someone who's actually gone through the process? Um, no, you're right. And I appreciate you uh, asking me these heavy questions. And, um, and there, and there is, I'll, I will say there is no one answer to this, but I saw something, like, I think it might've been Fox news the other day that it's because of the woke military. Now, out of all the reasons it could be, I think that's the last one. So why do you, why do you think recruitment for the military? I, mean, I have my reasons, but why do you think the military recruitment for the military is done? So staying on that line with the woke culture, sure. I think the whole, the whole woke movement had always good intentions. Right. It just went too far left. It went too far left. So same concept with the military, you know? We went from every hard worker who busted his ass was getting a five EPR, which is the highest you can get on a listed progress report. So it went from that to, all right, now you can't just do the bare bones. Now you have to take a college class to receive a five. Then it went to, okay, now you have to do a college class and get some volunteer opportunities to get a five. And eventually the people who were busting their ass for 12, 14, 16, 20 hour days, they didn't care but they didn't have that college credit or they didn't have that thing started to lose, lose that gain in rank. So now people who were just sitting in the books, but not working at all, they were just sitting in the computer doing all their stuff and going to the volunteer events and showing up to the lemonade stands and doing all that political stuff in the background. Now they're making rank and getting promoted. So now you have a bunch of master sergeants. That's really the rank that it got convoluted in the air force. You have these master sergeants who are over the top of, tech and staff sergeants who are actually better at their job than that person. But now you have to take direction from this person that you no longer respect. And then it gets into um, the airmen just stopped having respect for their seniority. And I think that happened around 2013. When I got back from Afghanistan, I really noticed it. It felt like high school all over again. And that's really when I think it started to get different was so the EPRs changed. For grading, which I think was started out with a really good intent because there were some people who were receiving those five EPRs that did not deserve them. But then the really hard workers got shafted on the back end, the ones who were in the trenches doing the hard stuff. For, for example, you know, no, when I went to the Thunderbirds, it was, uh, it was all alphas. You know, you don't get to the Thunderbirds unless you are a quote-unquote alpha male who everything you do, you bleed blue. You don't get there otherwise. Right. And so how do you give only 20% of these rock stars, a five-star rating, you know, that's tough. That's tough to break it down like that. And then people who once again, think they deserve that five start getting angry at the people who received it. And then, yeah, it just, it, it, it was interesting to watch it all unfold. I'm blessed that I went through during that time, honestly, because even I got to see the don't ask, don't tell go through mm -hmm. when I was in base. Mm -hmm. And so that was a whole thing too. That, that was just, that was dumb. <laughs> I'll say that old don't ask, don't tell thing was, you know, honestly on, like on paper. Yeah. You know, this, just, just don't ask, don't tell. It won't be an issue. Right. Like on the theory, in theory, it makes sense, but it, you know, it shouldn't have been an issue to begin with. Agreed. See, okay. That's, you know, that answer is way different than my answer. Um, cause I'm glad I'm, you know, I'm glad I asked you because I have never heard an answer like that to that, to that question. And that's not, a, that's not an answer you're going to see on any like mainstream platform or maybe, many, maybe many, even maybe many podcasts. These are not the ones I listen to. So it was, you think it's more of like, um, 
that sounds a little more like politics. Um, it is one hundred percent politics. So, so, That's so it's just like inner workings of the military politics. Of course, of course. So there's the there's the guys that withhold information. You know, that's that's right. one of my key components to someone who's going to mess up an organization is if you have a bunch of information that would help your staff sergeants and your airmen, but you refuse to tell them so that they have to come through you for a middleman. That's where it really starts, because then when your airmen or staff sergeants see that behavior, now they start finding ways to go around you. So now there's a miscommunication. Now there's a gap because you failed them first. And then um, the breakdown goes a step further when now those staff sergeants are not getting uh, what they want, rightfully so, and they start to withhold information. Now the airmen aren't getting information, so now there's multiple breaks in the chain, and just the communication it it continued to get bad as my years progressed. Mm. Mm. Okay, interesting. So yeah, I was yep. gonna, I was gonna go whole length the whole length of you know people don't like U.S. citizens are kind of more aware of what the military is actually doing around the world. Now, I don't want to disrespect the work you did in Af- like the, the service you did in Afghanistan, but we were there for 20 years. In in reality, what did the U.S. accomplish? You know, that's, oh man, you know that that's debatable. But look at Afghanistan yeah. now. You know, the U.S. U.S. government is withholding their funds. Granted, because it's it is the Taliban. You know, you don't want to get their funds. Right. But the response, the the, 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 the uh, consequence of that is they're starving. There's a famine in Afghanistan right now. That's partially because of us. Because we're making, we're freezing their assets, their money, so they can't do anything. You know, we look, look, you look what's going on in Ukraine right now. Granted, boots are on the ground, but we're funding that. You know, we can, you can talk all day about how the U.S. military escalated that over the past ten years. You know, we're funding Saudi Arabia where they're committing genocide in Yemen. So I think people is kind of aware of what the globalization and what we are actually doing as a country to the rest of the world. That it's like, fuck that. I don't want to be a part of this. So do you, yeah. do you think American citizens are aware of that? Or do you think it's just so much noise and people are so busy? It's just people like me who this are news junkies and kind of follow this certain certain channels and are just cynical because I'm 28. I would like to hope that people like us are about to go from the minority to the medium amount of people. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my hope, is that people who think freely and actually do their research outside of headlines mm-hmm. will start to be a little bit more of the majority. And I don't think they'll ever be the majority. I think, you know, mainstream media at large has kind of done a really good job of diluting uh, the minds of most modern day Americans specifically. You know, I've been abroad, but I can't speak on their technology and how it affects them. But Americans specifically, you know, if your only platforms that you're searching for information are anything on the media, you know, your CNN, Fox, NBC, any of those, or Facebook and Instagram, that's your only platforms that you're looking for information you're getting 20%, maybe 20% of the true information. There's mm-hmm. so much else going on, but you have to dig for it. You have to actually put in the work. And so uh, to answer your question about um, what was it basically, what do I think about the political stuff in the military? Yeah, do you think all that, all the stuff we're doing really plays a factor into like military recruitment? Or do you think people just have their blinders on, they just don't, they just don't, they really don't know? Like, do you really think that the, 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 the yeah. enough people just don't just don't know this is what's actually happening? Yeah, so I'm going to touch on it only because it just have a soft spot for me with the Bagram Air Force thing with us essentially losing billions of dollars worth of materials, whether it be right. weapons, aircraft. We, we lost it, and it was a failure on the commander-in-chief at the time. Let's put it that way. 
mm-hmm. whoever the commander in chief was at that time, that was on him. Correct. So I'm not going to say the name, but <laughs> we all know what you mean. It's all good. Correct. So <laughs> that base, Bagram Airfield, was a very, very well built base. There was four checkpoints that you had to get through before you could even step foot on what we would consider the base. If they missiles and all of our equipment would have been there, that would have never happened. The fact that we just let them, essentially, similar to what happened on January 6th, where the guards just let that riot happen, they stood to the side, very similar. That's what I felt like. And it hurt a lot because my mission was more aircraft-related, but I, um, I worked missions where I saved people's lives, and that touched me. It was upsetting to see um, all that work. Like you said, 20 years felt like almost down the drain. And anyone who's ever served over there took a black eye that day. Yeah, that's kind of what I'll say on that. All right, I'll I'll move I'll move away from that. Thank you for answering those questions. It's not absolutely. It's, it's not it's not easy. Okay, uh, but I try to be real. Yeah, and I I wouldn't if I, I I you know I've only known you for like a half hour now, but you don't seem crazy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't ask you if I thought you were crazy. I wouldn't have asked. You seem like a very level headed, reasonable person who can give a reasonable level headed answer. You know what? That's exactly what mm-hmm. I got. 